Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Nasty Birds. So on this podcast today, I'll be talking about the Nigeria um, protest, the NSAS protest in Nigeria. Um, there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot to talk about, about this very protest that has cleaned the lives of a lot of Nigerians. And so just I just want you to just stay with me as I go through this with you guys. I am Hassan and of course, this is Astopods. Alright guys, now let's um, look at what's going on with the SAS thing. So, people that do not know this, I'm talking about like um, people that are not Nigerians that are wondering what is SAS. SAS is a special anti-robbery squad and SAS is uh, it's, it's, that, that, it's a unit that is part of the police force basically. And now, before anything, I want to quickly dispel uh, a, a particular narrative that is going on that is making the rounds right now in Nigeria as the police are about to pounce on the people and it, and what I want to dispel is the fact that let no politicians tell Nigerians that these uh, SAS and, and SAS now protest is a political move by some political rivals for crying out loud that is the excuse you use all the time to to um to beat up nigerians that's the excuse you use all the time to act inhuman to nigerians all right we, we will not give that excuse no more that that's not gonna happen do you know why mr president if you're watching or whoever is watching among all of you people that are benefiting from the rot of the system this the reason is because we just had we just had an election barely a year ago so f- for sure any politician that is trying to cause mayhem or political havoc or uh disrupt the system or anything is an act in futility basically because you still have three solid years or so before you can be out of the office so why would any politician or anybody try will want to um you know create a, a scene just so that they can make you feel unsettled when you have like at least at least two years in office it's not it's not a sound political calculation and and the last time i checked you guys are the one that is in office right now and you are dominating the country like like no other so it's not gonna work basically so i want to dispel that that notion out there that you were that is, is a political move by some political um rivals and all that now, this is Nigerians talking. This is Nigerian youth that you called lazy. This is Nigerian youth that at this age that we are in right now, I mean, Nigeria is a population of about 200 million people, where more than 60% of the population is youths between the age of 18 to 35. Are you kidding me? We are overwhelmingly young people in Nigeria. So we know what's up. We, 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 we guys travel now, guys was going in other places, in other climes, and they see what. Their, their government is giving them so they are they, they know what's going on so this is not a political move mr president or whoever is deceiving you this is a move by the nigerian youth and now that will lead me to my real to my other point so the nigerian police right has been established since 1820 i don't know if you guys know that let me say that again 
The Nigerian police force has been established since 1820, which means that between basically, basically right now, Nigeria police is about 200 years old. Because between 1820 to 1960, when we got our independence in Nigeria, that was about approximately 140 years between that period. So they have been around since the time of the colonial system of slavery. So that will give us an understanding of what's going on, why there's this kind of disdain between the Nigerian police and the Nigerian people. Because the way it is set up was not to protect the Nigerian people. I'm sorry, Nigerians. Nigerian police, the way it is set up, the way it is designed, if, if it has, if indeed that has been established. Remember, the Nigerian military was established in 1960. But the Nigerian police, which, as a matter of fact, the way it was designed, was also like sort of like a military too. Since, 19, since 1820. 140 years between 1820 and 1960. That was just by the way. The Nigerian police is not designed to, to help that little kid that wants to cross the street to help to help him stop the, the cars. No, it's not designed for you. It's designed to protect the interest of the colonial masters, the swindlers, the ones that have robbed us of our culture, of our of our hearts, of our values. They've robbed us of those things, these colonial masters. And you know what happened? Why this is very, very disheartening and very, very sad is because, firstly, I'm not a politician, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not, I'm just a concerned Nigerian slash American, all right? And there I say I'm quite informed. Now, this is the thing that I would like us to know. The Nigerian police and the Nigerian politicians, uh, Nigerian politicians basically continue what the Nigerian police was meant to do to fend off people to to harass people to scare them to control and maintain status quo they know that nigerians will not do anything neither may ask while the colonial masters poison the heart of nigerian police to protect their interest if you go to the uk and all these countries even france all these countries their police barely use weapons i mean lethal weapons they come with their baiting and they even they will really use it on you because they understand that the, the purpose of the police is to interact with the community with the community to interact with them but Nigerian police hell no they're gonna beat they're gonna be the living day out of you now this is not a funny podcast or video podcast as you may, as we want to call it this is a real thing some of us are in this America, London, name it, European countries and, others, and the rest of them, we know the kind of pressure that we get from our people back home almost on a daily basis in terms of financial help. Which means that the political elites or the political class of Nigeria have filled Nigerians. Nigeria make a lot of money from foreign exchange. A lot of money because people are always sending money back home to help their people. Because Nigerians are kind people. We are warm people. We are genuine people. Why are we protesting NSAS and before I even go further let me quickly make a shout out to those that have helped to put this thing forward you know I'm here in New York and um, we had a protest the other day on just this past Sunday where a lot of us gathered in front of the Nigerian consulate office out there in Manhattan 2nd Avenue 
we gathered and we expressed ourselves. Guess what happened on that very day? The NYPD was on standby. They were a block away, just watching us from, from, from afar, protecting us, making sure that they, didn't, they never interacted with us, they just was there as we with our megaphones, with our microphones, gathered like a huge, like a good number of people in our hundreds, if not thousands. We gathered and we were, we had seen things that really concerns us. The Japanese just, just stood by, the NYPD just stood by, watching us. Some of them waved at us, greeting us, knowing that we are just concerned people, concerned citizens. Where would Nigeria have this kind of stuff going on in Nigeria, guys? When would we have a situation where our guys go and protest for whatever reason? And the Nigerian police, the MPF, the called the Nigerian police force, the New York, New York Police Department. Nigeria, Nigerian police force. There's a difference. MPF, NYPD. You have to understand this, guys. When are we going to have this, the time where our guys can go protest? And the MPF, they call themselves, would just be a block or two away, just watching from, from afar, make sure that there's peace and order. When are we going to have that kind of Nigeria, that, that, that kind of society? Instead, Mr. Buari and the Jagabans and the looters, you know, People that steal money as if they've never, as if, as if they've never made money in their lives. He, he, I don't understand this. These people in Nigeria, these so-called leaders, or still, or I don't know what to call them, but they are not leaders. They are not my leader for sure. They go on, they go get into office, and they they're gonna steal the the the, the bank dry. They're gonna take all the money in the in, in the coffers. As if. They never seen many more money before, and these are guys that went that went to good colleges, that have got good education, that have, that they are businessmen or whatever before they got into office. That knows money. They have not. They have seen money, and they still go there and they still steal the the bank dry. They still steal all the money in the bank of the Nigerian people, making 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 Nigeria into abject poverty, using poverty as a weapon to direct the people, and you, the police officer, that is. Also joining them and you know, um, joining the joining, um, let's say obey the last order, following the commands of your of your of your superiors, you are complicit, but you are also part of this. You are also a tool because guess what? When the colonial masters created in the police force in eighteen twenty, it was not they didn't create the police police force to for them to rise and shine. They created them so that they can be just um, watchdogs over the flock so how much are you earning the the most basic amount you you earn as a police once you get into police like basic 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 you're not earning up to ten thousand dollars sorry ten thousand naira per month you're not earning and that amount, and that amount i'm saying ten thousand naira is not up to thirty thirty dollars so what are we talking about the ones that begin to end something tangible is the dsp right the dsps they don't earn something over hundred thousand dollars. The DSPs, what they call themselves again, deputy superintendent of police. They, they don't earn something over thousand dollars. A lot of the, a lot of these guys, from the corporals to sergeants, they are earning fifty thousand, fifty eight, fifty one thousand, forty thousand naira per month. That money in Nigeria, where, from what I heard, if you you just use the bike from one, from one point A to point B. You are paying nothing less than five hundred naira, 
and these men have kids, they have wives, they have family, they have needs, they have bills to pay, and you're giving them this amount of money. That's what I'm saying. So, for so long, as Nigeria was beginning to, to grow, they have always neglected the police. They never take care of the police. It was not their. It was never their their their, their mindset, their um, intention to, to take care of the police. What we have is the policemen being um, special guards to all these rich people. Any young boy that got small change, you gotta have a police um a, a security. Why? What are scared of? You're scared of Nigerians. Are scared of other policemen from harassing you? I bet, I bet the second one because. You're not scared of Nigerians. You're scared of other policemen, other so-called SARS harassing you on the streets. So when you have, when you come with your own security guards, they're gonna give you that, that respect. This is is a lot of things to unpack, and I'm I'm gonna tell you guys. Um, I'll have uh, I'll be having some guys, people coming to the podcast talking about this this issue. We have to talk more about it, and we have to sensitize our people. Now, another point I want to raise is this. Uh, SARS say that. I know, as I said, as I said, especially after robbery squad is not a, is not a CID. Is not CID is a criminal investigative investigation department or whatever they call themselves. And they said that they are checking guys, they are stopping and frisking guys because of the um, the growth and the popularity of the Yahoo boys. But they are stopping and frisking girls too, and they put them in their cells and they rape these girls a lot of times. They are killing innocent people, innocent bystanders. You know, so many names, too many names to mention. They've killed somebody today. Are they all Yahoo boys? Is it a crime for somebody to work and have and a good living? And if we're gonna talk about Yahoo boys, as much as I don't condone it, I don't, I don't, I understand why we should work hard to stop that internet fraud stop, stop going on in Nigeria. But this was not Nigeria before. This has never been Nigerians. So why, as of twenty years ago, Nigerians were not doing Yahoo? Nigeria was not doing internet scans, huh? So why did we have a Nigeria now that we have a lot of boys doing internet, going, going to type of internet scam and all, on all, all these other illegal vices from internet scam to local scam to kidnapping to robbery to to so many so many illegal and dirty vices. Why? Why? Was it like this twenty years ago? Absolutely not. So the reason for this is definitely because of the fact that the Nigerian system has pushed a lot of guys to the to the to the very opt-in level of poverty and hopelessness. And they figure that the way they can survive and match with their peers is to do all these other things. Now, if Nigerian system, if Nigerian governments, if they really mean business, let them put an end to poverty and watch how internet scam by itself dissolve because nigerians are hardworking people nigerians are honest people nigerians are good people all over the world we are doing great things let nigerian government now make prosperity their number one thing and watch how this will be will die by by its own self so when we talk about yahoo boys and all those things it's a reflection of the of nigerian community the sas people is a reflection of the nigerian society we gotta have to stop kissing the ass of this so-called leaders and politicians and celebrities and talking about celebrities i see um you know david doe doing this thing addressing the uh the, the ig muhammad and um, muhammad adamu i think that, that's the man's name uh it's a good thing it's a, it's a welcome development you know 
that. I mean, David did a good job. You know, even though I felt that it was a bit, um, you know, you know, it was not, it was not the kind of place you would like to be, but he did what he had to do, and he, you know, it's a good thing. I commend him for that. I also commend the likes of Whiskey, Whiskey, um, Bonner Boy. I'm sorry, not Bonner Boy. Whiskey, uh, what's his name? Files, Runtown, my guy. I like Runtown, and the rest of them. Still a savage. Uh, what's this girl's name? Tenny, and you know, Timmy Dacolo, MC Macaroni, you know, Adebayo Latif. You know, so many of these guys. I, I, I see you guys. You guys are doing a fantastic job, and I, and we commend you guys. And all over the world, even in UK, you guys are protesting and saying these things and and all that. And I commend you guys. And I also commend our international friends too. The Kanye West, the um, Chris Brown, Cardi B. Trey songs and the list goes on. We comment all of you. But you notice one thing, guys. Nobody's saying pray for Nigeria. Nobody's saying NSAS along with us. In, in, you know, like no countries like putting their stuff out there. No. People don't really care about Nigerians or Nigeria or Nigerians or Nigeria as a country. Because we are it's what it is, we are black people. But we like the love that, we, that we've gotten from our black superstars all over the world and we commend them. And those that are even concerned. The because uh, I wouldn't know, but we still comment them. But the point here is this: to bring everything home, guys. Like I said, I'll be talking in days with some of these people that um that are more knowledgeable in these kind of conversations. My friends, we just we just have a conversation. That's like open session. But what I think we should do as a nation is this: the Nigerian the Nigerian youth have taken the bull by the horn now, and they've put this political elites on notice that. No more would you, uh, you know, maltreat us, make us feel like we are less of a human being, make us feel like we are strangers in our own land, in the lands of our, that our forefathers died for, fought for, you know. These are not the dreams of, of Awolowo, these are not the dreams of Azikwe, these are not the dreams of Tafar Balewa and, 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 and the rest of them. Abdelegua of Elakuti. I remember this song this guy sang. What's his name? Um, Blackface. One of my favorite artists in Nigeria. Guys, go to the Blackface album, Ghetto Child. His first solo album. You know, links to, uh, this to Ad Live. Listen to um, uh, uh, the Painting Me. Listen to uh, songs like, nah, some of them say, hey, then go carry, just go, go breeze, you know. Before we know, they tell me, make we enter the back of the motto. We not do nothing. Now we still they beg them, be cool. You know? This is a song. This is a two faces song. This is to Femi Show. Um, of course, Idris Abdul Karim, Sound Sultan. This, this, these guys have made some really good records in the past. That is amazing. I'm talking about Ghetto Face. That's like 12, 13 years ago, if not more. Amazing album, Evergreen. You know, listen to African China. You see some good music that reflects the, the, the temperature, the pulse of the people. Evergreen songs. These guys are not sellouts, unlike some so-called Fuji artists that was start kissing the ass of this political elite. But that's by the way. If we really want change in Nigeria, we must seek constitutional reform. Because the police force has been established since 1820, like I said, got it got became one body by, by 1900. <laughs> like way before independence <laughs> so we must seek to reform 
to change that constitution because that constitution let me tell you guys does not represent the interest of Nigerian people. They may say they they amended the nineteen ninety nine constitution is amended, whatever they call it. It's not still the one that reflects the interest of Nigerians. That is a military constitution. That's what that they copy from the 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 the, the, the um colonial masters. We need a constitution that reflects the interest, the needs, and the feelings of the, of the Nigerian people. Nigerian people must come first. We have an overwhelming youth population that have, that is hopeless. Like I said, I have people. I know people that are that have committed suicide. Literally, kill themselves in Nigeria. The Nigerian system puts a lot of pressure on the male child to 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 be the breadwinner. Of what? With what? What? What's going to work with? You finish from school, you don't have no job. I'm not saying government should do all of these things. What I'm saying is this: once the middle the middle class is threatened. Once the government makes to put put things in place to strengthen Nigerians so they can stand by, the, by the, and, and walk and do what they have to do, everything will be fine. We need to change that constitution. We need to we need to educate our people. Education must be paramount to the, to national development. You know, we need a lot of things done. I can go on and on talking about, but I want to stay on the topic of of SARS. SARS is just it's like to me it's an inflection point. It's from where we're gonna start. I mean, these guys I heard they they have they have they have um, POS machines. They have um, digital wallets. They have they're gonna take they they they'll make you they're gonna escort you to the to the ATM machine to withdraw all the money you have in your in your bank account for them. They're gonna beat you, molest you. They're gonna ask for your phone, your own personal phone. It's unheard of. But the question is, have they ever done such a such a thing to a son of somebody? Let, 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 let them waylay or stop some, um, grandson of Babangida or of Buari. All right. So as I was saying, um, I, 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 just, I just lost my train of thought. You know, so I see some guys, right, in the protest, they, they, uh, they are also protesting. We want SAS. We want SAS. And I said to myself, what kind of government would will, will, will be involved in such a thing? Because they are those are definitely paid protesters. So they understand, again, the weaponize poverty. They understand that they can have people just come out and and, and attack protest, and they will not use that as a as as as, as, a, as a leverage to say, well, people, people are saying they want SAS, why don't they end SAS? So we're gonna trump. Or pounce on you guys. Do you see what I'm saying? So, the idea at the end of the day is, it's just that it's like they know they're playing games with us, and they are shameless, and they are, you know, they are very shameless people, all of them. But like I said, the the hint to this thing really is a is a good. Constitutional reform. We should change the constitution of Nigeria. You know, we have agitators from people from the Biafra people, the IPOP people, the people that want to separate Odudua. If you know, don't do all those sort of things. SAS and SAS is a good inflection point, and we're gonna start from here, and we're gonna go to other parts. You see, if you want our vote every four years, every three years, as the case may be. You must learn to 
meet us at our point of needs. I'm talking talk to you, President, to you, Governor, to you, Honorable Members. The only one Honorable I've seen is Desmond Elliott, even though he, sometimes he acts like he does not know what he's doing. But this one, he, he called them out that, listen, we have to join the guys. And I and I commend him for that. What about the Honorable Members, the federal, the ones in the House of Reps, the Senators? What are they doing? How, how have they helped to change this narrative? You know? You're going to see people come together to say they should vote for somebody during the time of campaign and elections, but they will not talk about national security. So Nigeria's priority as a nation is, is very, very skewed. And that is wrong. So at the end of the day, I feel like this protest, this NSAS protest is a good, it's a good place to start, but it is by far not what we want or where it should end. That Nigerian SARS problem is a Nigerian problem. And we need to change our value system, our way of thinking. All these people that think that because they are governors or they are senators, now we have to suck up to them and and and, and kiss their butts. It's not gonna happen. We, and Nigerians are too smart now to that they know what's up. And because you did that stupidness with our fathers and our, and our, our forefathers, doesn't mean that we we're gonna continue with that with that um that's that's that system. We are not comf- we are not comfortable with that. We are, I mean, we don't have guns. We are only protesting. We are only saying what we want. We are only telling you, sir, ma, this is what we want. You know, you don't allow us to be in offices. You stay there forever. And some of you even died there. And we're still saying, fine, we'll just hold you to account. We're going to hold you accountable for everything you guys have said, all your promises. Now, Buari come out to say that he has, he has um, disbanded SARS. I don't know how that is possible, though. Because if SARS is a, is a is a constitutionally recognized unit of the police force. How can you disband? I can disband or dismiss us. You need a law to do, to to do that. That's why we need this less this so called honourables in the House of Reps and Senate to come and make laws to work towards changing the constitution of Nigeria. We need a very very um independent judicial system that cannot be bought or suppressed or pressed by the by the executive. We need these things to go up to happen. Why do the people don't want to fight? Because they know that there's no lot. There's the law of the land does not really protect their interests or their rights. Nigerians are tired of Nigeria, and you guys know this. You guys know this. You know this. The Nigerians are tired of you guys. We are tired of you guys. You guys have everybody wants to leave the country. Nobody wants to stay in the country no more. So, I mean, it's just a lot of things that that is going on that I can even start pointing. But the whole point is this, though. We go, we want end to SAS, a real end, not the one that you, you guys have promised us four times in four years and nothing happened. Because, like I said, it's a, if, it's, if it's in the Constitution, there's nothing you guys can do about it. And if and, and if you guys keep using Yahoo boys as the excuse, and you tell me that it's SAS that can handle Yahoo boys, that means that, that that's, is that, is, is that you guys are lazy? I'm talking about the police force and the, and the executive people. Or you guys are altogether stupid. And you guys have no reasoning. Because... Yahoo or whatever Yahoo is, is, is a civil issue. You don't need to shoot people, kill people because you want to stop people that are doing internet scam or, or fraudsters. And a lot of them, you guys are, are in bed with them anyway. So let's let's get our facts right. So stop molesting our people. Stop harassing Nigerians. We have suffered for so long. Nigeria is, a, is first of all, Niger- back, back in the day, was the slave capital of, of the world. They got more slaves in Nigeria than any other place in the world. Now, currently, Nigeria is the poverty capital of the, of the world. 
When will Nigeria become something positive, capital of the world? Our women are abused on a daily. Our men have, have been reduced to nothing. Our government don't take care of us. Our guys are fleeing the country, even dying on the sea and, and on their way to leave the uh, uh, to uh, 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 from the country. And you guys act as if, as if you don't know. But we know. We see you guys and your foolishness. We will call you out. And for the first time, we have a population to our advantage. We, are, we have the majority now. A lot of us are in that voting voting age block. A lot of us are young and vibrant, and we're gonna put you guys to test. We're not gonna we, we don't we don't want no war. No, we saw what you guys did to our forefathers when they fought the Biafra thing. We're not gonna do that with you guys. But we do, we're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna let the whole world see what you guys are doing to us. Our guys have reduced our life to nothing. Everybody in Nigeria has a mental problem because there's poverty in the land. There's abject poverty in the land. There's there's hopelessness. We can we can never organize. We try to organize. You guys are shooting at us, killing us just because we are trying to protest. You should be ashamed of yourself, Buari. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, uh, what's that guy's name? Oshibanjo. You should be ashamed of yourself. The the the, the, the um, Femi Femi. What's that? And the rest of you. You should be ashamed of yourself because you guys know full well, especially Professor Oshibanjo. You are a lawyer. You know the law, and you let all, all these things happen. We're gonna change this law. We're gonna change this constitution. We're gonna want, we're gonna seek redress and reform to the police. Our policemen and women will be well, well taken care of. Their their offices will be will look nice. They'll be they'll be given respect that they deserve because they work hard. But Nigerian people must come first. And that's the end of my podcast. As I, until I come with some bringing some um, some 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 new guests to talk about the same issues. It's a lot for me to to even remember right now. But I know that I've said a lot. I've said a bit, and I know that. I just want to tell you guys, Nigerians out there struggling, protesting, that we are, we are with you and we'll support you every way, any way we are, that, that's, that, that, that it is possible. We're going to support you every step of the way we are with you. And we will not let these people steal this protest from us. These um, protest hijackers, they come in form of joining the protest, then they, then they want to um, further their own political agendas. No! We are not politicians. We don't care about politics right now. We care about the lives of our brothers and sisters. The same way they did to Abiola's, during Abiola's era, when people were protesting the June 12 um, annulment, and then they this this other piranhas come in, and then they change the whole system. And people that haven't fought for it, the Ghanaian farmers that fought for it, lost his life in the process. No. No. We're going to guard this protest jealously, making sure that you guys do not play us for a fool again. All right? Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It's, it's been a nice time. Um, please stay strong, my people. Be safe out there. Officers, we love you guys. But you guys are going to love us all the time. And it's about time everything changed for good. Yeah.